Hey, PaleoGo family. Welcome to another episode of the PaleoGo Show. I'm your host, Dylan Fladhammer, CEO and founder of PaleoGo. Now today, uh, we're going to talk about Thanksgiving a little bit. Uh, if you've been following the last few episodes uh, in doing the Primal Blueprint Laws, I'm going to take a break today, uh, pause that, we'll come back to it. Uh, but I think going into Thanksgiving, there's something important I want to talk about uh, because it's a major struggle for, for any of us who've, again, been doing this for a while even, um, and that is going to family dinners and not wanting to be a bother or compromising on your diet or lifestyle based on essentially your insecurities with, you know, being the outcast or, you know, feeling like you're being a burden because you have certain dietary restrictions. And the problem is most of us, myself included, go to most of these things these family gatherings, and then we pay the biggest price just because our inability to kind of stay disciplined, put our foot down, you know, ask of our family a little bit more to help support us in in what should be these family gatherings. Uh, so let's dive into this. Why do all of us feel like by staying disciplined to our dietary lifestyles feel like we are burdening our loved ones. Why the fuck do we do that? And what's, what's more fucked up is we're the only ones who suffer for it. Like, your family is fine eating that garbage because they do it every day. But you... You're not going to be fine. I'm telling you this right now because you've probably done it before. You probably did it at the last holiday event. Uh, and then you dealt with, dealt with it for a few days up to a few weeks after, depending on what you ate. Uh, and we're so scared to just be us. And, it, and again, it's all a mindset thing. Is It actually comes down to your own insecurities. Because if you were really happy and confident with your lifestyle and how you ate, it wouldn't feel like a burden to the people around you to either ask them to modify or just know that you're not going to be able to eat certain things and it's not a big deal. We get so emotionally wrapped up in food, again, especially when it's people whose opinion we really care about, which is you know, our friends and our family. And, and again, these are times of year where you might be seeing cousins, uncles, whatever, people you don't see often. And I think even that has some pressure of like, you want to act a certain way or you want to be perceived as a certain thing. But it's just like, be you. Because again, you're the only one who's going to pay the price. Like that cousin or that uncle who you want them to think highly of you fuck them. It's like, eat how you need to eat. Like, that's what this whole journey is about, is, is not conforming to the conventional wisdom of what most people eat. That's not your job. 
Nor, and I think most of us don't actually find ourselves in this place or we've tried and we realize it doesn't work, nor should you soapbox, nor should you, you know, judge all of those around you or, or preach, you know, this lifestyle. That, that's not helpful either. But what I do think that actually works as someone who's done this for six and a half years is you can live the example you can set the example. Sure, there might be some tension and it might make some people uncomfortable. But by you sticking to your guns and dealing with whatever criticism or joking, it's like that is teaching itself. And like that's what I find myself in often when I go to family dinners is that I get criticized, I get made fun of, but I, I can guarantee you and this is not an ego thing, I can guarantee you if an observer walked into the situation and took just a physical glance at everyone around the table, I'm the only one who looks healthy. And that's just the truth. And so that's what gives me confidence is sure I get razzed, but I sit there, you know, I'm kind of, I can be a little bit combative. I sit there and as I hear this stuff, you know, the voice in my head and this is how I deal with it. I don't know if it's good or not, but I'm like, fuck you. Like I'm healthy. So you eat your shit and I'll see you in five years. Right. That's kind of the shit I think. I don't know if it's good. Uh, and I don't say that because I, I love these people. Right. But you just gotta be you and you gotta set that example. The only way the people around you are actually going to want to change is once you've proven it. Like, without a shadow of a doubt, you need to prove it. And so that's part of why you actually need to stick to your guns, is if you want to be influential to your family, which is typically, at least in my experience, the hardest to influence and change. Because there's so much, like, wrapped up in that and so much, like, history and baggage. But if, if you want to have any chance of being influential and and get them into a place of curiosity. It's like you just have to be you and and stick to your guns. And again, at the end of the day, you need to do it for you because most of us who've done this for a little while has felt the repercussions of not sticking to your guns. And, and kind of just going with the flow on family dinners. And so this is really about you and about you feeling good, you know, on Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday of next week. And again, it's all a mental game. So if you can go into this weekend knowing that like all this craziness and drama that's going to be with your family is only going to get worse if you're kind of eating these kryptonite foods that don't deal with you, the foods that you know you can't eat, the compromises that you make. It's just never worth it. Like every time I've gone and said, oh, that's okay, whatever, I'll just have it. Or like not asked about what was in a dish and just get told by, you know, someone who brought food, oh, it's okay. It's not that I don't trust them. It's just they don't actually have the knowledge to know what I need to know that's in it. And so many times I've eaten a side dish or something that I was told had no gluten or stuff like that in it. And then I opened the fridge to find a fucking box 
of chicken stock with wheat in it. And then I'm like, oh, no wonder I feel like shit is because they put this chicken stock in it without knowing. They don't know. And again, that's why it's like, you're the knowledgeable one, right? This is your your journey, what you're dealing with. And again, it's not to distrust them generally, but it's, they just don't actually have the knowledge. And to them, again, food is so wrapped up in, in love. To them, it's like this whole dinner thing, especially who's ever preparing it, who's ever hosting it. A lot of it's like, we have this, re- like this love tied into it where it's like, unless you eat the food, you're not receiving their love. But again, I think most people, your family included, if you actually just asked, would make some changes. It's actually not that hard. And, and a lot of times, especially if you're not someone who cooks, a lot of time you don't actually understand or realize that people who enjoy cooking actually really like the challenge or like the adventure to try something new. Like this has happened a lot for me over those six years is sometimes people, again, who like to cook, myself included. And so I speak from someone who's, who enjoys cooking and who's worked as a personal chef and, and I've prepared vegetarian and vegan dishes for friends sometimes when I hosted. It's fun because it, it actually forces you to get outside of what you know, you know, look up some new recipes, test and, you know, try things in the kitchen. And so typically the people that are hosting these kind of big gatherings are often people who enjoy cooking. And as long as you're not asking like over the top, super specific stuff, but you're just saying like, hey, can I get something that doesn't have like gluten and dairy in it? And, and like, you can't use a boxed, you know, soup stock or stuff like that because it often has dairy uh, or just working with them, you know, telling them what's, you know, what some alternatives are, right? Like instead of milk, coconut milk is fine. So, you know, potatoes, if you eat that or sweet potato mash, it's like some things can be really, really easily swamped and they, most people would never be able to tell the difference. And again, I say this from knowing, like I've made mashed potatoes in the past, even though I don't really eat a lot of potatoes, but I've made them with coconut milk, butter, because butter's fine with me. And I find a lot of people who are lactose intolerant can still handle butter. And then, you know, some garlic and some salt and pepper. And it tastes the same because really potatoes have no taste. The butter and the coconut milk are just kind of a bit cream. And then it's like the garlic is, and the salt is really like what gives that flavor. And so you'd be shocked at how, how many people actually can't tell the difference unless you're making like some super wildly different stuff. So yeah, I, I'm just putting this out there as maybe permission, permission for you who might be doing this, you know, for the first time, aka challenging, you know, yourself to to stick to your guns i'm giving you permission as someone who's done this for a while is this is the only way you're going to start continuing to improve your lifestyle it's like all of these they happen every year guys so it's like if you don't do it this time 
What's going to make you do it next time? Like how many times do you need to go through the pain of eating stuff that you know isn't good for you until you decide like enough is enough. Like let this Thanksgiving dinner be that, but come to it humbly. Again, this isn't about fighting. This isn't about imposing your will, but this is just about you standing up for you and and just telling your loved ones and, and making it maybe a little bit more serious for the first time that look guys, I have a real gluten intolerance. It really messes me up. Like I'm going to pay the price for at least seven days after this. So can you just help and work with me? Like you don't have to change everything, but like let's figure out how I can be a part of this. Like, isn't this what this all is about? Is about family at the core and like actually fostering better relationships with these people. And so, yeah, I think that's the main point I want to leave you guys with is like have the confidence to just do you and to be the example and you can find you can find your own way in it. Um, another great practical tip is like bring something. Like bring something. Like if 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 your family isn't going to do it or if it's a little too late, like bring a side dish that you want to eat. Like often when me and my partner go to family gatherings, we bring a giant ass salad because most of our family doesn't eat salad and we fucking love salad. And so if we bring a giant salad, at least we're covered. Some other people might enjoy the salad. Uh, and then it's usually pretty easy, right? It's like, then we just get a protein. And it's like, even if we can't have anything else, none of the fixings, it's like, I'm super stoked to, to just have my salad and like turkey breast, like, because it's going to make me feel awesome. And so, yeah, maybe this year, cook something, bring something that, that is going to kind of sustain you. And that way, when you get there, if there's not a lot of things you can eat, at least you have something. And then it's not a big, you know, uh, mess or hang up. Or another thing, this is a good time. I don't do it a lot, really, because it's not part of my life. But like, again, these big family gatherings, a lot of these cultural things exist, including desserts, especially Thanksgiving. You have lots of pies and stuff. This is another area where I find like, the alternatives are actually just as good or sometimes better, especially if it's homemade. Like your homemade paleo-approved pumpkin pie with like almond flour crust will be a million times better than the shit your uncle picked up from the store. And so this is a good time to wow people. Like you might not be a baker, so maybe stick to something simple. Or if you are like... This is the time to, again, blow up people's funny perceptions of what this lifestyle you follow is. Like, again, that's what we've done too. I'm not a big dessert person, but I've brought pumpkin pies to family gatherings and they go over well because, again, it's homemade. It's fucking good, especially compared to the store-bought shit that, you know, usually ends up there. Uh, and it it really gets people thinking because they're like, wow, this is free of all of this stuff and not so much sugar. And like, hmm, that was really good. And and that could be, you know, 
the first moment for some people to start really considering that like, oh, okay, this thing isn't so bad. Or like, you know, a lot of times people are never actually exposed to shit. It's funny how much we make opinions of things that we've never tried. And so most people, including your family, and, and almost our family is almost a little bit more like opinionated because we're doing this weird thing in their eyes. So they're almost like more aggressive on the opinion, even though they've never tried it. It's so silly. We're silly creatures that like we just form these opinions, even though we've never actually tried or, or read anything other than like a few headlines or whatever came on the fucking news. Uh, and so I don't know. There's something like amazingly ironic about like being able to wow people with this food that they have this perception of. And yeah, again, I think this is a good point to, to wrap it up. Uh, I liked that last tangent. Yeah. Again, I hope you guys can just, you know, be you, right? Doing this, overcoming these struggles, these, the, this kind of like not having insecurities about, what you need in life is, is just gonna, it's gonna help you for the rest of your life, myself included. You know, it, a lot of times these family gatherings, I almost view as like a challenge. It's like, can I go and be a sane person in the midst of all of this craziness with my family? It really tests, you know, my will and uh, my ability to keep my cool. And yeah, I look at it like a good challenge. And uh, so this Thanksgiving, I really hope you guys take care of yourselves and your bodies for you, because that's it, right, is all of us kind of on this journey together recognize that it's a road still less traveled by most, and it's like most people just don't understand. And so from, from one person living this journey, I hope this is the permission you needed to, to do you. Happy Thanksgiving, guys. Uh, I hope you guys enjoy spending quality time with your families. Uh, as always, I appreciate your ears, and thanks for the listen. And I'll talk to you guys next. Peace.